This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay. Um, we're holding in Pashat Vaychi in Abarbanel um, about the Shnei Banecha no Lodrum Chabaretz and Sayin. Precious Mem Ches Hei. What exactly does it mean? He said your two children come to Shvatim. The Yerusha was Yerusha, and everybody got in Eretz Yisrael as they needed, as uh, the size of their families. So, what exactly did he gain by being two Shvatim? Key. So this is a point that my Bible says in other places that the, the idea of 12 Shavatim is not the Pshat he happened to have 12 children all 12 are really big Tzadikim and that's why they're all 12 Shavatim um, the, the structure of Klal Yisrael requires 12 different um, 12 different facets the, the, the 12 is in um, I, I, the, the morale uh, many times when he speaks about the number, the significance of number 12, number 12 is the number of lines that determine the shape of a solid cube or rectangle. You have, I mean, it's quite simple, four on top, four on the sides, and four on the bottom. So that means the different lines that together determine a solid are 12. And therefore, um, Kalal Yisrael needed to have 12 Shvatim. It's as if the entirety of Kalal Yisrael can only be um, shaped when you have 12 different lines. And Yaakovino realized that Levi would not be one of the 12, he would be a part. You needed another one to fill in that place to be matched in the number of 12. So he said the only way that could happen is if one shevet assumes two positions, which is a certain privilege and um, uh, attribute of the oldest. So it's a tremendous cover in Teferis, to have it that way. I want to add one more Nekuda here, um, using the morale. When the morale speaks about uh, 12 lines determine a cube, six facets determine a cube, like the six sides of a cube and so on, the morale adds the 13th of the 12, or the 13, the significance of 13 is the gematria of Echad, and 7 to 6. There's another point, he calls it the midpoint. Um, the, the, the midpoint is really much more conceptual than just the midpoint. The midpoint means the point about which all the other lines or facets uh, revolve around, and that gives them meaning. I have six boards of wood in my house they do not determine a cube. It is when all the boards midpoint is equidistant from some point 
that all six boards together form a cube. Same thing with the 12 lines. The, 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 the so-called midpoint means it's, it's the point which defines all the other ones as being part of one entity. So that Shevet Levi became that, and that's the 13, that's Echad. Um, in six sides, you have the seventh side, the Shabbos, that becomes that point around which everything else um, forms Hayom Yom, Rishon B'Shabbos, Shein B'Shabbos, and so on. Okay, the next piece is a small Sferno. This is a, um, it's, it's a klal in many things. It says that uh, Yaakov could no longer see that he was too old to see, so he asked them to bring over the children, and he kissed them and hugged them. What was the point of that? So, the Sferno says, which is the point the Ran also makes. When you give a bracha to somebody, the, 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 the bracha, the, the mevarech, is kind of a pipeline for brachas menashemayim onto this person. He's serving as a conduit. And that's why you put your hands on the one who's being this barach as if you're sort of completing the flow towards the, towards the, um, towards that child or whatever it is, towards, towards whoever it is you give me a bracha to. So the, um, the flow of, it, it requires A, that you're a big enough tzaddik that you have a supply of brachas from Shemayim, that's one half of it. The other half of it is you feel good enough about the person who is going to, um, who, who is getting the bracha that you want to bestow it on him. In other words, you need to have, for a pipe to be effective, it needs to be open on both sides. So the opening to Shemayim, and we'll see in a second, um, is, going to, is going to be the tzitkis, and the opening to the person is going to be that sense of cash. Yes? So, really, how does this work with the idea of bringing people's names to Tadiki and to, to Davin for them? And it's over there, it's not a bracha, but it's, it's a spalu badam. It's a dirachachachm is spalu badam. Is to Akash Baruch Baruch is a much more, it's a way bring some down. We'll see in a second. A Baruch is kind of a, a stronger pool in some ways. Tefillah always works. But a Baruch is sort of completing. Ve'yei Baruch, Akash Baruch wants Sadiqim to have certain power. The power that they have is not theirs, but they form a bridge between Akash Baruch Hu's Shefa to the person. Take a look at next next piece of Rebbechayim, who talks about this in your bracha from the other angle. The Hoisa bracha chalal b'smichas. It says that Yisrael put his hands on Ephraim's head. So he explains this provided a, um, a way for the bracha to come there. Kashakosu b'Yeshua b'Yismach es Yadavalov, k'dei sheyatzel ruach hakodesh al Nismach. This sort of bestows Ruach HaKodesh on the one who's getting it. This was the idea of smicha for, um, uh, you know, for making somebody into a dayan, into a rav. I mean, the koyen, the koyen can't possibly, in a certain sense, Birchaz Karnam is the koyen putting his hands on very high soul. Since you can't do that, you sort of, 
do it in a general sense of the public. So what you're doing is you're trying to connect the Alyona Tachtoinim. The word Sikel comes with Lashon Seichel V'Chachma. So the Pashup Shad is, um, he, he thoughtfully switched his hands. Um, the way of Menuchai is learning it is that it is that his hands became attached to seichel. In other words, in the in, in the picture of the world, that which is above the world is kind of like the seichel in a person, and as a person brings it down to this world, the person is a conduit to bring it down. So brachas, um, and in a certain sense, it gives a very clear understanding of the purpose of bracha and tzaddikim, malachim even, and so on, because the source for everything is a Baruch Hu and only a Baruch Hu. And that's why we can't pray to a malach or to a tzaddik or to anyone that's kfir. That's 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 it's against one of your kedas. But the role of a tzaddik or of a malach is there has to be some sort of flow milamalamata. I want to add something, um, which is it, by by especially. There are many schoolists like the Rebbe will give a coin which is supposed to bring great luck and great bracha. The Rebbe will give this, will give that, the other thing, all sorts of objects and things. The, um, there's a story, uh, I guess part of Hasidic lore, kind of, that somebody that didn't have money and he was very poor, and he went to a mayor from Mishlan, and Mishlan was and he said they should change the shutters in the house. Um, okay, so they asked him, so he's change the shutters and the person's fortune has changed and he did well. And someone asked him, why do you suggest changing the shutters? And he said, it's a pusik. The, the word Loden <laughs> in Yiddish means shutters. So he said, a play on the words. Now, I don't know if this particular story is true, but the general stories has is, is something that, that's not uncommon. And it has some meaning. In other words, no, shutters do not have any quality. The Rebbe wanted to give a bracha. He needed some sort of physical means. Like, what changed? It changed because you changed the shutters. It changed because you have the Rebbe's coin, the Rebbe's ma- this, that, the other thing. Um, it, it, so th- this acts sort of as that conduit. It obviously does create sometimes problems if you become fixated on the coin, on the this, on the that, but, but at least just understand where that's coming from. For us, for most of us, this is kind of a very strange type of uh, um, behavior, but um, it's coming to fulfill that piece. HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs some sort of bridge. He doesn't, it doesn't come down from heaven. It forms a cloud and it condenses and so on. Okay. Um, then you have the next one, the Sfarno, which in a certain sense continues it, 
I'm not quite sure if this is what he means, but he's bothered by the problem of Hamala Hagolosi. Um, he, he, he's, he, uh, the question is, can you, are you allowed to use a malach to bench the kids? So he says, In other words, if Kalisol can't have the Kaddish Baruch straight, like Moshe Rabbeinu said, if you're not going to sleep, then at least give it through a malach. Not Chasasholam that you're asking the Malach, but rather um, you're, you're, you're asking that a Kaddish Baruch who give it through a Malach if they can't get it straight. The Rabbi Rechaya says, V'acha kechosam dvora b'achrona sheka Malach ha-goel, v'oma beker v'aratz kaloshen kishmi bekerbo. So, um, the Malach is, is called the Malach ha-goel, and he says beker v'aratz, meaning that this is the place where I, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, manifest myself. And the Bekar of Aretz means that it is the Malach from within which the Bracha comes. It's similar to the Pasuk says, Kishmi Bekirbo, later on Mishpatim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe that the Malach will go with you and my name is within him. In other words, I'm the force, I'm the operative force. The Malach is just kind of the um, means for it to happen. Now, the Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar points out the problem that we've spoken about. V'tzorach atoladas, kilehischol Yaakov tefilosom in a Malach, however the kids are tears. If he would have started by saying, Malach, 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 will you come and bench us that would have been kfira. The word kitzitz netios is an expression used. Kabbalah Sfarim, Rabban use it, Rebbechai use it. It means as follows. When a person sees a growing tree um, and he sees it's, it's full of fruit and it's alive, he cuts it to take it someplace else. He doesn't realize that in the act of cutting it, he's just killed it because the life force was not innate to the tree that we saw on the ground. It was in the ground and flowing up through the tree. So um, the same thing is true about a Kaddish Baruch Hu when acting through Malachim and so on. The Malach is the, is the one that actually executes whatever needs to be executed. But he's not, he's not the source. He's not the origin of, of, the, of that of, of that power. So it's just like um, a court bailiff acting on behalf of the court. The bailiff is the one who performs the tasks, but he's simply uh, um, a messenger, and you can't petition the bailiff to do X, Y, or Z. You can petition the court, not the bailiff, and if you do, that's seditious. In other words, you're trying to, to turn someone who's following orders against the one who's giving you orders. Um, the, the, um, so therefore, you need it to have a very clear sense that the tefillah is not to the malach. Avul, hischel b'milas alokim shevamidas amakabes min alyon. It starts with vayivarach. It says vayomer alokim as I was at Fanav. That's a kadosh baruch hu or <coughs> certain aspect of kadosh baruch hu. Because alokim is something that's mishutif to malachim. V'siim b'malach hagoyel lachnev losibaz. In other words, 
just like when we say and we say tzavei malachecha k'doishim to do this and this and this you don't say that all the malachs that come out shayfa should be good and so on what we're saying is HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world in a certain structure and that he wants that structure <coughs> but we understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the inner dynamic force and everything else is just there um, because he wishes it to be there so we, we don't want to muscle. When, when a person wants to spell for Parnassah so one, one person who is not Toteh Hashem will, will be misspelled to his boss or to the Malach Hamimunah Parnassah that's bad on the other hand to be misspelled to Gershbaru to send down Mon is wrong also Gershbaru doesn't wish to send Mon there at this stage in, 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 in the world the tefillah is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should be mevarech my maisi adayim I'm, I have a store, I'm selling shoes HaKadosh Baruch Hu should send bracha maisi adayim and should do well so the shleimus of tefillah to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he be mashpia through those tzinoros that he chooses to be mashpia um, this, and this is the fullness of tefillah that's why, and this is why by Mekubalim you have an Indian to be Mechav in each and every bracha, different shame by Kaddish Baruch and different this sphere, different this and that. The, all of those things be very careful. It's, it's, um, it's what we're asking for, not to whom we're asking. Um, Lamashal, let's say I were to ask, um, if, if I were to ask the head of a very large corporation, I need some help, can you come down and help me? That's a chutzpah. But can you send, can you, can you just mention to somebody that they send somebody down to help me is, is a good bakasha. I can't walk over to a guy working in the corporation saying, listen, so many people are working here, I, I need you for a few minutes, come down and work with me. That, that's wrong. But I don't want to ask, I, it's wrong to ask the head of corporation to do it personally for me because it's it's not the way he wants it done. So the right way is to ask him to tell the one, the appropriate one, to give me the help that I need. So, so that that's when a person is misspelled, um, like over here, Hamalach Hakolsi Yivarach Sana Arim, is a follow-through of Elokim Ashalchol Efanai. That's how he's learning Pshat in the Pasuk over here. It's a little bit awkward in the Pasuk, but that's uh, he also points out over there, Rabbeinu that the word Elokim over here is talking about the chilek of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochel that's Mishyachet Tzumalochem in other words, in the Shem of HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself we have uh, two different um, names we have Yudke Vavke which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu in its most um, enveloping sense HaKadosh Baruch Hu in its entirety and the most um, removed from our um, world that is the, the it, it's the part of Kashbah that sort of is, is as close as we can get to defining Kashbah. And then Elohim is a Kashbah as he acts within the world. So the point of connection to a Malach is through Elohim, and that's a Malachma called Bin Elohim also, or the him they're called, 
because these are it, these are sort of it's 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 a Kaddish Baruch Hu in interaction. That's a, that's a very specific mode of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and at that level it overlaps with uh, you know with giving and so on. Maybe yeah. How does this fit with davening to or davening to tzaddikim like uh, any time like like Kalev that when he went to Hebron it said that he davened to the Avos that they should be seated on his behalf. Is so that the Mishnah says. It, it, it says in two places that it's a minute to go and be misfollow on Kvaras in certain days. It says it on, um, it says it about uh, Arab, like Rosh Hashanah and on Tisha B'Av. Ashpur writes, one needs to be very, very careful not to dump to the Mason, brings it down. The person should be dumping to the Baruch Hu that in the schus of the tzaddikim that are buried here, we should get a Yeshua, whatever it is. Uh, some other Rishonim say that in the place where tzaddikim are buried, there's Ashra Sashchina, and that's why we go there. But but obviously the sense is always for them. We do have an expression that this person should be male at Yosher, so that also implies not that he's the one who's actually empowered to do it, but he should be our Shliach to Akadish Baruch Hu. Um, that's the, the sense of it. It's always a um, they act as shluchim from Akash Baruch to Akash Baruch. Same thing by Machnisei Rachamim. Machnisei Rachamim. This has been a, a, a an old vikuach uh, in different piyutim where Midas Rachamim is galgal aleinu Machnisei Rachamim, and some have interpreted it in the following way. Some have changed it, and so on. That's you know, it's, it's been a long ter- time polemic. Okay, the next one is an Akeda, quite a long one, and deals with uh, a whole bunch of topics. So, um, let's go. The the um, it, there are it, he, he, it's going on the pasuk. He also vagilchem esoshikas and barchus hayomim. I am going to tell you what's going to happen to you at the end of days. In other words, there is a Mashiach, there is a Geul, and so on. So the first point Akedah says, Being that Kashbrochu has decided that it's appropriate to give Schar Favoda, there has to be, the Schar has to fit all of the people, that, all the participants. Meaning that um, there is the part of mitzvahs deal with the seichel, with the das of a person, and part of it deals with the meisim, the uh, and, and uh, things that are in in in, uh, in, in a person, you know, meisim mitzvahs that a person does. Also, now the akeda throws in over here. Um, a piece that Torah is needed for Seichel because not everything is understood by a person and uh, things that the person doesn't can't know for himself that's where we need Torah secondly he says that's the next paragraph and I'm so skimming because it is quite large the um, the, 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 the the person's uh, as, the person's meisim 
will be seen as emanating from a seichel. In other words, the, the Torah, when they gave us a part of the Torah to deal with our minds and hearts, there are two purposes. One is the mind and heart in itself is important. And secondly, it's important that mitzvahs be the product of, of understanding. So he says, um, and the, um, he brings a posik, Sovdova hakol nishma, that everything that a person hears and understands, um, when, when, he, when he hears it and understands it, we have eshalokim yirei, that the person is yirelikim, vesmitzol of shmar. Now he said, the answer says, Why is that kizekel adam? You know, it's as if the mm-hmm. Pasuk is saying this, this point, <coughs> this very point, that things are for the seichel and the seichel is mitzvah, that is the person. Shlomo Melech has looked into things the way and, and, and understood the way Aristotle divided it between activities and, and Bechira. So he says um, a person needs to find what are those activities that we can call good that are specifically associated with a human being. In other words, what are the type of things that we would say these are um, th- this is the good. So he says, at Shabir, he called Eila Pulos Ateris, the activities that a person does as a result of his moral Torah understanding, that's unique to man. In other words, animals have different behaviors that could be altruistic. You have animals, uh, you know, working for other animals, bees. All, all the bees work for, 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 for one, for, for the queen bee and uh, you know, different animals have built-in behaviors and so on, but the, the, that the behavior, that their good behavior be a result of uh, cognizance. The Master Gemara says we could have learned different meters from animals. Tzniyas from a cat and, uh, and so on, gazel from, from an ant. But it's no way implies that we should call these animals tzaddikim, because their activities are not activities um, are not activities that come from Seichel. He says the problem with Aristotle's approach is that they did not um, they did not understand that the actions can be the result of a person's understanding of Emmis, but rather um, the activities are innate to the person in his nature the way it would be for an animal. It says, then it says next paragraph that the Rambam follows along in some ways <coughs> that the, the that man's purpose is a deep understanding and and uh, the and he, and he says we'll quote maybe just a line or two that he brings here. Rambam I don't like I, I am bothered by the Rambam who follows Aristotle. 
in which I've seen in the following phrase. It says, Shleimus Man's ultimate crowning achievement is a real and deep understanding. To know everything that, that, that it, it, there is to know, because once he dies, there are no actions. So the only thing that can stay with a person is the, is the, is the, is the emiss of knowledge and so on. Next paragraph, he argues with the Rambam. And he says, he, he obviously needed to come up with a solution because um, he, he understood that there are mitzvahs and averis in the realm of Deus and Amunis. But he says, he argues and he says, the, the real action of a person, the real um, realization of a person is the, the partnership between physical activities done and directed by the Seichel. That's his first point. So first point is that the world of mitzvahs and the world of tov and the world of Adam are, is a person whose maizim are dictated by his Seichel and his das. Then he says, if that's true, he moves on to the second point, um, next paragraph, Hine kichein ha it's the seichel that is first prompted by religious understanding, and then vachav chelka chomri. So that means that all mitzvahs involve both seichel and a body. And, uh, and it is only right that a Kaddish Baruch Hu reward a person in kind. If, if, the, if for whatever reason Kaddish Baruch has decided, that the, the, the man is a, a gopher and a shaman together that act in consort, and that is what Adam is, so Schar needs also to be in the same way. So he says that the two Scharas that there are, the two Schar, are different. This is the next paragraph. Ha'omnam ki yanim the, the two inyanim which are given as a reward for a person, even though they're both equal in terms of their being schar, um, they're going to be extremely opposite in how they're going to be opposite in how they manifest themselves. Because the good that comes to a person's neshama, um, we know when it happens when you die, but we don't know what it is. We have no idea what a, what a spiritual Hanna is. Next paragraph, and that's why the Torah doesn't speak much about it, because what are we going to say? Um, we don't have really words that express it. The words are going to be very, very, they're going to be extremely language and metaphors, and the Torah doesn't speak that way. So, um, the Torah does not really elaborate about Ganadins. He adds a point here. Um, So he says here as follows. 
the reason why we have a hard time grasping physical uh, is because we're very physical people. Taivas um, Nashim is physical. Taivas Achila is physical. Taivas Shena is physical. So we live with things that are very tangible, palpable, physical, are reality to us. And therefore it's very hard for us to understand how a nice svara could compete with a bowl of chont. Um, it, it's not. We, we don't have a sense of a ruchniistic of world of, of, of tov. For a person who is on a higher level in terms of his drawing back from physical pleasures, in terms of his appreciation for ruchnius, begins to see in Torah itself all of those illusions to, to um, all of those allusions to good things, he begins to interpret more and more, in a more and more refined way, so that person can um, can get the um, can get a hint of what it's about. So, so the chachma that's meram is in Torah is that. So let's just keep following through the thought so that we don't lose it. A person does mitzvahs ultimately with both together. Schar is required to be both together. The, the, in terms of schar and nefesh, the Torah made it very clear when it would be, but the Torah did not make clear what it would be, because the Torah couldn't. Dick Tzadikin could possibly do it. Um, then he says, he goes on, that it's not possible to have a, a um, it's not possible to have a shutfis of the body and the guf for the schar of the nefesh because there's no way the body can enjoy other things, so that's not going to be a schar fit. Then he goes on and he says, there are mitzvahs that are done as a group. They're done as a klal, and that's klal Yisrael, and therefore the schar has to be the same way. Klal Yisrael as a society acts righteously in a certain way, and therefore all of the things that are promised to the klal, a strong nation, a good nation, a good king, a, a Beis HaMikdash, all of those things are parallel to the Kla level of it. Um, our, the, the onus that we get by being a Neb nation strewn about all the Goyim, that's a result of our not doing the mitzvahs as a group. In other words, the Navi, when he comes along and he threatens us with Golos and all sorts of terrible things, he keeps saying the judges aren't judging people properly, the kings are misleading them, the prophets. In other words, that also goes parallel. Now, he says, the, the, um, the scharf, the physical entities, the bodies and the klau, who do mitzvahs, the scharf for that is Yemosa Mashiach. So, in Yemosa Mashiach, he says, we know what it's about. We know it says in the psukim, we will have a king, we'll have a country, we'll be strong we'll be at peace, and so on, and we'll be prosperous, but we don't know when it's going to be. So, so this type of schar is going to actually, um, is going to be the opposite in that sense. Now he says, we're a few paragraphs down, V'ulam, Siba Sehestavatamo, why indeed, we, we understood before he explained why is it that the Torah tells us when the schar will be for a person's ruchni is to take a part. 
but it doesn't tell us what it'll be. And he explained because that's not possible. But Mashiach, why doesn't it say when it'll be? So he explains because the reason is you need to be able to give people Bechira. Vehu, he says. There's no suffix that the length of the Gullus and its difficulty is, 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 has been directed by Kaddish Baruch Hu as a way of being Mechapa. Let's give an example. A simple muscle, kind of. Let's say you have a kid who did something bad, and you want to deprive him. You want you want to really, really um, bear down hard so that he regrets doing what he did. You tell him he's not going on the big, big trip that you've promised him, and so on and so forth. Now you know that what you really want is he should ask you twice, cry the third time, and then you'll say, okay, but this and this and this. But if you tell him that, then you've defeated the purpose of it. Then, you know, the, 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 the wise guy kid says, yeah, what it takes is it takes going twice and, and begging, and then the third time if you cry a bit, it happens. That kid is kind of, uh, you know, he, that, it, it, it's defeated the purpose of it. So if I could to say, Rabbi say, you know, we're going to, you're going to suffer in goals until this and this day and this and this year. So in a certain sense, you're defeating the whole purpose. Golistas seems endless and needs to seem endless to us and bottomless and, and, and uh, in no end in sight because that's the mohus of Golis. Sakharish Baruch could not reveal the time of, of Geula because that would defeat the purpose of Golis. Now he goes back and he says, this is what Yaakov wanted to reveal to Kal Yisrael. He wanted to reveal to Kal Yisrael the um, what is it exactly that you have no haba, and when it is that uh, Mashiach is going to come? Really? Yes. How could it be that? I mean, the whole what the Akedah is saying is that you can't reveal what will be in Olam Haba because there's no real way to be tofes it. How could? What would Yaakov have done? Um, so let's see the line actually. In other words, we're not going to, we're still not going to have to reveal what it is, but we're going to speak very strongly about it. We're going to say, you know, there's this great talk that you can't imagine what it is and so on and so forth. He would, ex- he would just elaborate with superlatives without obviously being able to give out the essence. That's the way he explains it. Um, and, yeah. And it kind of begs the question, I couldn't, what's wrong with doing that? I mean, wh- why couldn't the Torah have done that? The Torah can say it's well, an Torah, amazing thing. The Torah, well, the, the, Torah, the, the Torah is not so much a document, um, a bargaining document, as much as a description of Emmas. The Torah is this, is for this. This is where Kaddish Baruch the world this way it should be. It's not. It's not the recordings of Kaddish Baruch bargaining with us. It, it's rather making statements. In other words, we're 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 we are. We're saying these are things that really, really are the intimate If you do good, there's good. And if you do bad, there's bad. Um, okay, so I basically that's the those are the points of Akeda. We've done a bit of skimming. It's quite a long Akeda, but there are quite a, a lot of important points made over here. 
Um, some of them are extremely, extremely central points in different Rishonim. For instance, the point about the schar being to both the Guf and Hashem because they both participate in it, this is the argument used by the Ramchal against the Rambam. Um, the Rambam says that Chiyas HaMesim cannot be the end all of, of, of uh, schar because the Guf is not, you know, the Guf is not it. Whereas the, the, the um, Ramchal's counterpoint is, since the person is a, uh, consists of a guf and an nefesh, then it's going to have to be, um, that's going to be the person. That's going to be the schar. Um, the guf and an nefesh together work to do something, so the schar has to be there. So this big machlokas of whether or not tchiyas is the ultimate state of tov, or, or an olam anishamis, really hinges around this point over here. Um, this is a, it's a point that's been debated, and, and he uses the same approach as Ramchal uses, that if a voda was given to the two together as a partnership, then the schar is going to have to be a two together as a partner also. Okay.